Hello, and welcome to another episode of Epic Stories with Eliana. My name is Eliana, and this is James. I, I figured I would give her enough time to say it without me saying, Who is this? Uh, we're we? reading Spider-Man. So if you haven't noticed yet, Spider-Man is one of... Is he your favorite, or is he one of your favorite superheroes? Um, all of the superheroes. Yeah, do you, that's not true. You don't even know all of them. Who are your favorites? Ant-Man, Wasp, and Spider-Man, Spin, and Ghost Spider. Oh. And Hulk. Okay, well, most of them are in this book, so that's good. We're, we're going to read Marvel Superhero Adventures Buggin' Out. So this has Spider-Man, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and Doctor Octopus. Bugging out? Yeah. Is this silly? Well, all you'll learn what bugging out means later. Uh, this is written by Mackenzie Cadenhead and Sean Ryan, and it's illustrated <laughs> by Derek. Cadenhead. It's illustrated by Derek Lathman. I don't really names. Peter Parker had the reputation of being an uncoordinated brainiac, but he secretly loved doing anything athletic. Because, secretly, he was the arachnid acrobat known as Spider-Man. Peter always had to play down his amazing skills to keep his superhero identity secret. But today, he just wanted to participate. Pick me, he thought. Murphy, Missy said. I guess Parker's with us, said Flash. But as Peter went to join his team, Flash blocked his path. Why don't you sit this one out, Parker? Suddenly, Peter's spidey sense began to tingle. A basketball was about to hit the back of his head. If he caught the ball, everyone would want him on their team. But Peter couldn't risk his secret identity being compromised. Flash reached out and caught the ball. That one was a close one, he said. Like I was saying, stay out of the way, Parker. Parker joined Donnie Murphy on the sidelines. Despite the morning's basketball bust, Peter was looking forward to the school science fair being held at Empire State University. At stake was the coveted Big Apple Science Trophy. Peter had worked hard on his project and was confident he had a shot at winning the top prize. I call it a new kind of current, Peter explained to Aunt May. I'm showing how we can create electricity by using water's natural movement. Excuse me, coming through, said Flash as he stumbled into the fair room and dumped his stuff on the table next to Peter's. Oh, hey, Parker, Flash said. Wow, your project looks great. Thanks, Peter said. He was still hurt by Flash's behavior that morning. But as Flash showed Peter his project on the different special skills of ants, Peter was impressed. I've been working on this for weeks, Flash replied. Peter returned to his table and pouted. If Peter wasn't welcome to play basketball, then Flash shouldn't be able to do science. In another corner of Empire State University, Hope Van Dyne and Scott Lang had successfully altered the pin particles, which allowed them to shrink to insect size as the wasp and ant-man into gigantor particles, which do the opposite grow organic material bigger. Scott fastened the canister to the holster of his Ant-Man suit. You can count on me, he said, or my name isn't. Boom! The door to the lab burst open, and Dr. Octopus shot a tentacle into the room and snatched the canister containing the Gigantor particles from Ant-Man's suit. Um, are Dog-Og and this guy in the book, are they both kind of the same? Yes, Doc-Ock is Dr. Octopus. But in the cartoon you watch with the little Spider-Mans or the younger Spider-Mans, I think she, I think Dr. Octopus is a girl. It might be his daughter in that one. Um, an evil grin spread across his face. The Gigantor particles belong to me now, Dr. Octopus said. 
I will use them all myself, and then there will be no stopping me. Doc Ock's metal arms flailed around the laboratory as Wasp and Ant-Man jumped out of the way. I will squash you like the bugs you are, said Doc Ock. He suddenly froze. Wait, there's only one of you. Where's the little ant boy? That's Ant-Man to you, a tiny voice said from the tip of a tentacle's pincer. It held the canister of gigantor particles. Ant-Man pried the claw open and the canister fell to the ground. No, Dr. Octopus cried. He tried to grab the canister, but the now shrunken wasp caught it first. She flew out of the lab, followed by Ant-Man with Dr. Octopus right behind him. The three judges stood before Flash's ant project as he explained. Peter frowned. This was really happening. Flash Thompson was doing well at science. And worse, Peter himself was interested in Flash's project. Peter knew he shouldn't be so annoyed. Assuming Flash would, wouldn't be good at schoolwork just because he was good at sports was unfair. Just as unfair as Flash thinking Peter couldn't play basketball because he was smart. Just then, Dr. Octopus came raging through the door and panic ensued. Give me the particles, Doc Ock cried. Peter was wondering what particles they were talking about when he noticed a lone canister floating through the air before disappearing into Riley First's dry ice project. Peter knew what he had to do. He needed to become... Spider-Man! The Amazing Spider-Man! Correct! Ant-Man continued to fight Dr. Octopus until the mad scientist knocked him through the air and into the jaws of a pincer. The menacing metal claw began to close. Whoosh! The wasp swooped in and flew Ant-Man to safety. Ah! roared Dr. Octopus. I keep wanting to call him Doc Ock. Science projects flew everywhere, including Riley's dry ice experiment. The canister of gigantor particles rolled out from the mist. The wasp almost had it when, slam, one of Doc Ock's tentacles swatted her aside. The evil scientist lifted the canister. Victory, he cried. Victory is mine. Ant-Man took a gas balloon filled with shrinking pin particles from his utility belt and hurled it at the supervillain. Just then, Spider-Man swung onto the scene. He knocked Dr. Octopus off his feet and sent them both flying right into Ant-Man's shrinking balloon. First, Spider-Man, Dr. Octopus, and the canister of Gigantor particles shrank down to an insect size. They tumbled into the jaws of a Venus flytrap. That's not good. Spider-Man lay face-to-face -face with Dr. Octopus as the Venus flytrap began to close. Doc Ock spotted the container of Gigantor particles, but before he could reach it, Spider-Man tackled him. They fell and crash-landed on the table. You fool, Dr. Octopus cried. The canister will be crushed. Octopuppy's right, said Ant-Man as he ran up. If those particles are released, there's going to be a giant man-eating plant in the middle of Manhattan. Suddenly, the wasp swooped in, grabbed the canister, and saved the day. Enough! The particles will be mine, Dr. Octopus yelled. Dr. Octopus is doing a lot of yelling. His tentacles knocked the heroes aside, and the canister flew into the air once more. Doc Ock reached out for it, but Spider-Man's web snatched it first. Spider-Man, the Wasp, and Ant-Man tossed the canister between them as they dodged the tentacles flying through the air. Ant-Man ran with the canister, but Doc Ock was gaining on him. By the time Ant-Man reached the base of the baking soda volcano, the brilliant bad guy was on his heels. Ant-Man, Spider-Man called from the top of the volcano, up here! But just as Ant-Man launched the canister, the ground began to shake. A low rumbling sound got louder and louder until, kabam! The volcano erupted, sending Spider-Man and the canister flying. He shot his web at it. Got it, he said. Spider-Man was so relieved that he didn't notice he had landed and was stuck in a petri dish of honey. 
Well, this is a sticky situation, he said. Or a sweet one, Dr. Octopus laughed. Suddenly upon him, he snatched the canister and ran towards the exit. Spider-Man tried to run after him, but the honey was too thick. Then he got an idea. When Ant-Man and the Wasp came to help pull him out, he had them use a spoon for a makeshift catapult. Here goes nothing, Spider-Man said. Spider-Man catapulted into the air and knocked Dr. Octopus to the ground. The canister smashed open, spilling the gigantor particles over them both. They grew and grew and grew until they were back to normal size. You fool, cried Dr. Octopus. You've ruined everything. He knocked Spider-Man off his feet and began rampaging through the science fair. We have to stop him, Ant-Man said. The wasp spotted Flash's science project. If they broke it open, they would have an army. I'm sorry, Spidey said, but I can't let you do that. He knew that Flash had worked really hard on that project and he didn't want to destroy it. The wasp explained that Ant-Man could communicate with the ants and send them into Dr. Octopus's metal arms to chew through the wires used to control them. The battle would be over in an instant. That is an awesome plan, said Spider-Man, but no, we can't. Sure you can, said a voice behind the table. Flash Thompson popped his head out. Those are my ants. If they can help stop Dr. Octopus, then they're all yours, Spider-Man. Are you sure, Spidey asked? Your project would be ruined. Flash shrugged. It's no biggie. The guy next to me with that awesome water project is probably going to win the trophy anyway. At least my ants will be doing something good. The wasp smashed a hole in the glass case as Ant-Man sent a signal to the ants. Ants came streaming out and disappeared into the sockets of Dr. Octopus's metal arms. Doc Ock laughed. Spider-Man, Ant-Man, and the Wasp waited. Dr. Octopus raised his tentacles to bring them down on the three heroes. But before he could, there was a spark and some smoke. My arms, Dr. Octopus cried. What have you done? His arms had short-circuited. Spider-Man quickly tied the tentacles together with his web, and the Wasp stunned Dr. Octopus with her stinger. As Dr. Octopus was led out of the building in cuffs, Spider-Man apologized to Ant-Man and Wasp for spilling their Gigantor particles. But they reassured him it was no problem. They were also sorry for shrinking him. It was actually pretty cool to see things from your perspective, Spider-Man said. I used to think that bigger the better, but I guess that's not always. Never underestimate the little guy, Ant-Man agreed. Or the big guy, the Wasp added. There's usually more to people than what you see on the surface. The science fair continued despite all the destruction, and the winner of the Big Apple Science Trophy was... Who won? Peter! Peter Parker! As Peter accepted his prize, he invited Flash to share the award with him. After the ceremony, Peter admitted that he had misjudged Flash as being only interested in sports. I promise not to do that again, said Peter. Flash considered this. So does this mean there's more to you than just being a super smart guy? Have you got some mad basketball skills I don't know about? Peter laughed. Next time we have P.E., pick me first and you'll find out. You've got it, Parker, Flash said. The end. What was your favorite part? Um, when, uh, uh, Is that hard to make a decision on it? When he was stuck in that giant honey pit. Oh. It looked like a tar pit, when it was, but it was honey. <laughs> I liked when he got stuck in the Venus flytrap. I thought it was going to close on him and eat him. Did you know Venus flytraps eat bugs? Yeah. Yeah? It's one of the few plants that eats bugs and, and meat. Is that pretty cool or is that scary? It's scary. scary. Especially if they made it big and there'd be a man-eating piranha. Or, boy, I said piranha. 
Um, Mania, Mania Flytrap. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we'll just, like, eat the whole city in one bite. Oh my goodness, yes, it could do that. Well, they, they probably have to use the Gigantor particles to get bigger. Alright, well, thank you so much. We uh, Feel free to subscribe, send us a voicemail message on Spotify, send us a message on Instagram. Any requests you have, we are happy to help. And what do we say at the end? Thank you for listening to another episode of Epic Stories with Eliana. Bye!